G'day mate, 40 here. So one of the big differences between the right and the left, the modern and the trad, and frequently the secular and the religious is the permeable self versus the protected self. So the traditional, the religious, the right wing, they tend to conceive human being is having a permeable self. So as if someone of a different race, religion, sexual orientation moves next door or onto the block, someone with a traditional perspective is going to be much more likely to not be thrilled with that. Because from a traditional perspective, right, what's going on with you is going to affect me. So, if you're engaging in sin, or if you, you believe incorrect things about God, or if you're you know, doing things that are deviant or satanic, all right, that has a tremendous ability to negatively affect me. And so, traditionalists, conservatives, and religious people, they're much more concerned about what's going on You know, on their block. So this is why conservatives tend to have concentric layers of loyalty. So their first loyalty, first concern is usually with themselves, with their family, extended family, community, and then just keeps radiating outside of that. While people on the left tend to have, you know, leapfrogging circles of. Uh, Loyalty. So that's why the traditionalists, the conservatives, tends to be much more upset about change, tends to find it much more disturbing, right? Because it uh, has much more possibility of upsetting their equilibrium. So there's a book on just this theme: the permeable self, five medieval relationships. That came out in September 2021 by Barbara Newman. So the trad, the, the conservative and the typical religious person, is much more medieval than the modern and the secular and the lefty. Right? So people on the left believe much more that uh, through the power of reason we can transcend ourselves we can transcend you know, primitive conceptions and you know, atavistic religious impulses. We can overcome all that. And we can become you know, reflexive and uh, you know, self-secure, self-directed, and uh, achieve great things. But back in medieval times, Right? There's much more of a sense that uh, whatever's going on with you is going to affect me. So there's a story here about Marjorie. Right? She's in top form during a meal with a bunch of monks telling them that uh, God has put all these good words into her mind. She's so charismatic that one monk who had long despised her has uh, begun to think that maybe she is telling the truth. So he seeks her out ask her if he will be saved. 
and if she can disclose his sins to him. He says, I will not believe in you unless you can tell me my sins. So medieval conception, the trad conception is much more about we have an ability to read other people's minds. So Marjorie consults with Jesus and she Jesus gives her the information about what's really going on with this monk. That he's guilty of lechery, despair, and keeping worldly goods. But he can save his soul if he confesses and abandons the secular office he holds. So he asks, asks her for more corroborating detail. Have I sinned with wives or single women? And Marjorie doesn't hesitate. You have sinned with wives. So he's convinced that she's tapped into the Godhead, right? And uh, he believes that you know, she's fair dinkum. And uh, he changes his life for good because of this interaction. So from a modern perspective, this is absolutely astonishing, right? That uh, this, this nun could have such an effect. but. This is fairly common in the experience of mystics. So the conception of the self back in the medieval times is very different from what we hold to be the self. So it's much more porous, meaning permeable. You know, we are much more vulnerable to interference from both natural and supernatural forces, from both the human and the divine both good and ill. So this porous selfhood is articulated in the Christian doctrine of co-inherence. So that's the notion that three persons of the Trinity dwell in one another simultaneously. This extends to human beings too. So they participate in the mystical body of Christ and in one another. So relations between people, even in secular contexts such as romantic love, right? they are permeating each other. So there's an ethical imperative with this doctrine, right? If we're so interconnected, then an injury done to one is an injury done to all. There's also a troublesome downside. Person, self, or self, sense of self can dissolve under the pressure of external interference, both demonic and divine. So that's why the trad tends to be you know, much more concerned about holiness and cleanliness and uh, keeping on the lookout for the forces of decay and dirt and disorder. So in the Middle Ages, you'd have demons tormenting a holy woman by having sex in her presence. Monks would imagine themselves to be pregnant. Lovers would eat one another's hearts. And holy people would have the gift of prophecy about each other's sins. But on the other hand, they had an emotional, spiritual, physical connection that would not be recognizable today. Right? People would felt closer to each other, frequently closer to their students or their clergy than to their own families. So the condition of the mind can be discerned from the state of the body. St. Ambrose wrote in the fourth century, it sounds very much like Alexander technique. Some people's walk, you see the very image of frivolity. They look like wandering jesters. So Hugo of St. Victor in the 12th century says the 
the discipline that regulates the movement of the limbs quells all the disorderly impulses of the mind. So Alexander Technique would say that uh, what's going on with the body is going to affect the, the emotions and the thinking. What goes on with the thinking is going to affect the emotions and the body. That uh, goes on with the emotions is going to affect the thinking and the body. That uh, we're all in it together, constantly affecting one another. So if you're free and easy in your body, then you're going to be free and easy with your emotions and your thinking. So Alexander Technique has helped free me up from all sorts of layers of unnecessary compression and tension. I'm more at ease with myself and more at ease with other people, more at ease with the curves that life throws me.